Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shyler from B1029 with us as well. We want to thank you guys for listening each week as we recap some of the stories of uh, big entertainment stories that we've had throughout the week. And we're covering the entertainment stories from the week of July 18th. And this is, I think, the first time we've done this, Shyler. We we haven't, we, usually we do, we talk about the celebrities, of course, in Hollywood and whatnot. And Let, let's be real. We, we talk about the Kardashians. I know we do. <laughs> but we actually have like uh, someone that's local to Lafayette, Indiana. And I know that I'm sure the story has gone somewhat national too. But it has. You, yeah. But in case you haven't heard, last week there was a, uh, a, a, a house fire here in Lafayette where there was uh, four kids and their 18-year-old sister was in the home. And this man named Nick Mostick, he actually is a, a, a pizza delivery guy here in Lafayette. He, he actually drove by the house that was on fire. And, you know, quick thinking on his part, turned around because he didn't see anybody outside. He's like, well, I, I hope that no one's in there. So turns around, goes, you know, and starts yelling and banging. And he, I, I can't remember if he heard or he saw there were kids inside. So while the house is on fire, goes in, rescues, you know, the four kids, 18-year-old sister out of the home. He he suffered some injuries because at one point he actually had to jump out of the second-story window because of the entire downstairs was too engulfed in flames. So he jumped out the second-story window. He suffered some uh, injuries, but, you know, he recovered. He's like a, a local, you know, state, maybe even national hero, you know. And so apparently there's a GoFundMe page to kind of help with his his medical bills and such. Um, and he actually ended up raising like over $450,000. And this was as of uh, early Wednesday. Over $450,000 raised for this guy. I mean, that's pretty awesome. That's insane. And it's so well-deserved. I mean, the fact that... I mean, we we all think like in those moments, like, oh yeah, if that's what like if something happened, like I would I would do that. Like I I think I would, but you don't know, you know, until that moment happens, it's like he mm -hmm. didn't he didn't even think twice. It was just no. like I gotta make sure everybody's okay, and had no regard for his own safety. Just that's the most like it's one of the most selfless acts I have ever heard of, and the fact that it happened right here locally. We've got a famous friend among us. Like, what's the 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 country song? Famous friends. <laughs> That's right. Chris Young and Kane Brown. Yeah, it's like he's yeah he's a hero among us. Yeah. So I mean, and just I mean, obviously Nick waking up that day, just like you know, I'm just gonna go about my day, do my do my thing, and didn't even know that that day he was gonna risk his life to say people to say people. He didn't even know. He's not yeah. he's not a firefighter. He's not trained to do this. He just. Gut so instinct drove pizza. by the home. Did you say he was he was like delivering pizza? He's a pizza he, delivery. He's a pizza delivery guy, yeah. And I don't know if he was on his way home or, or he, he just happened to be going past the house as it was on fire. And my wife and I actually drove past the home, uh, and I'm sure many other people have too, uh, just shortly after it happened. I mean, let's be honest, it, 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 there ain't much left, okay? I mean, you can obviously see the shell of the home, but I mean, it's bad. Um, and there were actually there were videos that I think there was some body cam footage that got released. But I mean that I mean you look at the house and it was on fire. You're like, you don't know how a he got in and b how he got out. The amount of times that he did to save those those kids and the and the sister. And the New York Post article that I read, not only did he jump out of the second story window, 
he got a running start and broke through the window with a six-year-old in his arms and then like had to maneuver himself so he didn't land on the kid. Like what? That's like I, that's like are, action movie stuff right there. I, get out of my head. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I just, I, I, like, I'm sorry. Iron Man could never. It's our very own <laughs> Nick Bostick. Like, he's the man. He's the he, man. He is the Iron Man of Lafayette right now. <laughs> Even though he doesn't have an iron suit. He oh. is he is the Tony Stark right now of, of that, Lafayette. Me. He, he, he's gonna invest that correctly and you could become the next Iron Man. Like hey, a, you know what? Maybe, maybe he's just gonna have an iron suit just you know in the back, just in case he's out driving and sees another house on fire. He's like, hang on, suits up and just psh, goes right in. Crazy. <laughs> That's well, so so I know so. You know, big thumbs up, big high fives to you, Nick Bostic. You are definitely our hero. So moving on to another big story that happened over the this past weekend, actually. We found out that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez got married. Um, I think we were kind of surprised at how quickly it happened because they'd only been engaged for like, what, three months? Yeah, a little right? rushed, a little rushed. Yeah. And that happened in Vegas. It was very small, intimate. And look, I, I didn't expect it to be like this huge, like, let's get every person that we know for a, you know, 300 person wedding in California and making sure that helicopters and photographers and everyone is there to take pictures and share it. I don't, I didn't, I was not surprised they didn't do that. I, I was, I, I kind of expect it to be kind of a small affair. Um, but that's I think where, we were a little surprised at how quick it was. See, that's where we differ. Cause I mean, and maybe it's just because I I just I just think that way about a lot of celebrities or celebrities in general. I feel like everything they do has to be a big production. And Jennifer Lopez, of all people, I don't feel like she like slacks on anything. So I feel like She's the kind of person who's like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it big. I'm going to be like, it's going to be the thing, which well, except for her acting career. But apart from that, she. <laughs> wow. Right. Did, you, did you have to just, you know, eh. you know what? She can dance and she can sing, but I don't not a not a fan of the rom-coms, not a fan of them. But I, yeah. I really did expect. Not this. I expected it to come out of left field, but I expected it to be more of a production. And I didn't expect it to be so fast. It's almost like, what's the rush? Like, we've waited 20 years. I guess they didn't want to wait any longer. Well, I guess that's true. But, you know, I think that, look, Ben isn't really the type of guy to make sure he's seen. You know, he's he's kind of to himself a little bit. I mean, obviously, when he's out on the red carpet... You know, okay, I'll take the pictures, but you know, he's not making sure that everyone knows what he's doing all the time, obviously. And maybe J Lo kind of learned from previous experiences. And obviously, back in the 2000s when Ben and Jen first got together, maybe she kind of learned, like, you know what? Maybe we don't need all the pomp and circumstance. Maybe we just need to just have it just us. And then people can find out about it after the fact. We'll celebrate it with the people that we care about the most and be happy. Except there was one person that we care about the most, quote unquote, that refused to go to this wedding. Rumor has it Ben Affleck's daughter, Violet, 
refused to have any part in this arrangement. Oh. Yeah, the quote was, like, she didn't want to have anything to do with it, quote, because she, um, she is, she sides with her mom, Jennifer Garner, which Mm. I thought they split amicably. Like, I always thought that this was a mutual, we came to the decision together, Ben can't get his stuff together, and she's tired of dealing with it, so they just went their separate ways, no hard feelings, and they still co-parent successfully. But for Violet to have such strong feelings about her dad moving on, it kind of feels like there might be some bitterness in the in in the household with Jennifer Garner. Possibly. And how old how old is Ben's daughter? I think she is 16 around that age. Okay, so do you think maybe she's in that like maybe a little bit rebellious stage? You know, it could be, and it could be that she might be trying to cause a little bit of controversy to make a little like splash, like make a name for herself kind of thing. Uh, it's maybe. like if, if she's trying to break into the industry and she wants like people to know her name, like, and they Google her name or whatever, like that's going to come up like, Ooh, spicy. What's it, what's this girl all about? Oh, she's releasing a single or, you know, something along those lines. It could very well be the foundation for her to enter the scene, I guess. Or do you think that uh, maybe like, you know, her friends are all big JLo fans and I don't know, maybe maybe not the biggest fan of her mom. <laughs> I don't know. Well, see, and that's how I am. You know, I, I think that if my husband and I just had like fallen out of love or like we had just been so frustrated with, with each other that it just wasn't there anymore. Of course, I love him. Like, of course, he loves me. We just don't work anymore. And we we go our own separate ways. I think I would be like, yeah, I, I love him and I want happiness for him. Unless. That happiness happens to be Jennifer Lopez because you are not gonna <laughs> upgrade. You better, you better take a few steps down that ladder after me, boy, because you are not gonna thrive on that level without me. <laughs> so maybe oh boy! So there's, is there a little bit of a pride jealousy thing there, Shyler? If that were, hope, hopefully that doesn't happen. Okay, we don't want you and your no. husband to break up. No, no, no. Yeah, no, he ain't going nowhere. I got that locked down. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean like. That would, I, I think I would be okay. And then as soon as like, well, I mean, he, you know, he ran to his ex-girlfriend and now all of a sudden, oh, this is 20 years in the making and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, what about the 15 years he spent with her? Like that, Mm -hmm. that was something else completely in the making. Their relationship was not 20 years in the making. They dated for a few years, got engaged. It didn't work out. And they both went their separate ways got with other people, lived their lives, and now they just got back together. This isn't one of those, like, I, I know I know they are selling it as, like, this grand romance story, but I don't think we should dismiss the people that got them to where they are now. Right. Because that's right. I think that's really what it is. It's like Jennifer Garner kind of got forgotten about after this divorce. You know, they, they split up or whatever. She kind of gets forgotten about, and then he starts dating – his ex-girlfriend and the, you know, society makes it all about, Oh, what a grand romance story. And she's like, do you know how many years I put up with him drinking? Like that was not a grand romance. Like this, like he, he worked hard. Like he got his stuff together. Like this isn't like, don't dismiss Jennifer Garner. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she, she had to deal with a lot of the stuff, like you said, you know, Ben was going through and, and, and I think that, 
for Ben, obviously people, especially the media, kind of focus more on that because everybody loves a good train wreck. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously focusing on Ben and, of course, if he's out and he's trash, of course, we hear about it. You know, he went to did this. He he did some rehab time. And yeah. and you're right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I kind of remember there was times with after the divorce, you know, they, there was pictures with Jen and the kids. And then, of course, we found out that the two are co-parenting. You know, Ben's actually getting better, you know, and then and then we just didn't really hear too much about Ben or Jen. Or really? Jen. Oh. Yeah. And well, so. I'm was, one of those, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm one of those like conspiracy theorists almost where I don't believe anything is like real in Hollywood. Like I, I am one of those people that takes everything with a grain of salt. So, so with me, a different perspective could be like, of course he's still co-parenting with Jennifer Garner. Like there is still obviously communication happening between the two of them, whether it's positive, negative, we'll never know because that's what they want us. They want us to just speculate and talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, remember I said that this could be Violet preparing for her launch into Hollywood? Yep. Maybe this was all a grand plan with Violet, between like all of them, to maybe bring Jennifer Garner back into the spotlight in her own way. Like, like we do with, we speculate with the Kardashians. Like, okay, Kim has had her turn. Now it's Courtney. Now it's Chloe. Now, I mean, it could be like one of those, like, moves like a PR move like okay the focus has been on uh Ben and JLo for the last couple of years they've been you know got back together planned this wedding whatever we need to work together because the only people that benefit from their superstardom is like them and their kids and their family so why wouldn't you want more for your kids you know what i'm saying right. so it's like maybe this is like a ploy to be like oh Jennifer she's broken hearted over Ben's you know, remarriage so then she can come out and promote a new movie or be in a new show or something and say, of course not. Like, no. And then she's America's sweetheart again. And she can prove that there was no drama, no beef, no nothing. And it was just like, look at me because I have new stuff on. Well, and look, we know that there have been some stories where they, whatever the, I mean, obviously you have to be careful with your sources, but you know, it's always a source he said, she said, who said, whoever said, so-and-so said this, or so-and-so says this, or so-and-so believes that they're this. And so it just, like you said, this could just be a PR stunt. It could be a fabricated story just to create some extra reads and clicks. I mean, there's a whole bunch of theories and conspiracies, you know. And look, we we don't know everything that goes on in, in every celebrity's household. So, you know yeah. what? There could have been some drama between J-Lo and Ben's daughter. You know, I mean, she's 16. You got the ex coming back. We don't, I mean, it's true. <laughs> J-Lo is the ex. Mm-hmm. You know, Mary and dad. Sure, you have loyalty to your mom. And so the whole... Just, like, tabloids don't help. Because, like, right. obviously, Jennifer Garner and J-Lo are two completely different, like... Not, I mean, obviously they're two completely different people, but they're completely different aesthetics and styles. And while Jennifer Gardner has always been like a total sweetheart, girl next door, like just Mm -hmm. beautiful kind of vibe, JLo's kind of marketed herself as, you know, super sexy, sex appeal, like all that. So yeah, yeah, that could be a little weird for a 16-year-old to be like, oh, okay, well, you, you know, 
my mom is my mom and I love her and she's beautiful. And then right. you go to this girl who dances half naked and it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> feminism, but also. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Course, you know, I, yeah. your mom. Right. You know, well, I mean, that's that. And I, and I get that. We're all human. Jennifer Garner might be a little jealous or, you know, I don't know. I mean, just feeling complicated emotions at her ex-husband getting married. <laughs> like, it's, well, it's a complicated situation. That could be. Yeah. yeah. But, I, you know, and I think for the sake of, I mean, obviously, their Ben's kids are getting older. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I would assume that at some point, Ben, J-Lo, and Jennifer Garner are all going to get together at some point, you know. Yeah. As far as for the kids, family, whatever it is. Um. So, and... I, the, the, things happen. I mean, this is not just Hollywood, but just in life in general. You know, we yeah. parents get divorced, they move on with someone else, and that's just, you know, and and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, depending on the situation. But I, I don't know. I, I think in this case with 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 Ben and J Lo, that you know, an ex comes back there might be some jealousy, there might be some loyalty and maybe there is some frustration, drama, whatever there is. And, and I think you're right. I think eventually if there is some sort of drama between Ben's daughter and, and the whole marriage thing, eventually I think as time goes on, things will get better. Yeah. I mean, it, I know who I was at 16 and Lord knows I wanted attention. I wanted drama. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, you're immature. You don't really know anything about life yet. And right. And especially as a celebrity's kid, like life is super complicated, I think, in oh, those situations. Yeah. So it's like, I'm sure, yeah, I mean, she's just a kid. We'll we'll get we'll get through it. It's all right, girl. Yeah. Things will be fine. And you know, hopefully growing pains. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, you know, hopefully things with Ben and J Lo work out and you know. Jennifer Garner, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll all be friends and everything will be fine. And <laughs> time heals all wounds. That's right. Mayhaps. Well, moving on to uh, speaking of time, I mean, in a couple years, there's going to be something that's going to be never been done before. And the Chainsmokers are set to become the first band to perform on the edge of space. Now, this is scheduled for 2024, but Drew and Alex of the Chainsmokers have signed up to perform about 20 miles above the Earth. There's gonna, they're going to be inside a pressurized capsule that will be tethered to a stratospheric balloon. <laughs> and they, the, 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 the company is called World, Worldview. And so they've signed up to work up with Worldview to be the first band <laughs> to perform on the edge of space in 2024. So the chain smokers in space. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love the chain smokers. I think they make good music. I think they do all right. <laughs> but the first band we are sending to space, this is going to be in history books. This is going to be like a super documented moment in the history of humankind. And we chose... The chain smokers <laughs> of all the bands of all the music. What the for real? Uh, 
So I don't know anybody that is a chain. I, I know chain smoker fans. I know no chain smoker stands. You're telling me BTS wasn't available. <laughs> you mean Adele was busy that day? Well, I mean, you got what? There's like how many members of BTS? Like seven. Oh, yeah, that's true. What about and the chain smokers are two. Justin Bieber has overcome his facial paralysis. He did not overcome his Ramsey Hunt syndrome of uh, facial paralysis to get snubbed for the chain smokers. And I'm not even a believer. <laughs> so here's a quote from the executive uh, or the chief executive officer for Worldview. And the reason why he chose the chain smokers is because, and this is a quote, I have just seen firsthand and personally how their music reaches a lot of different groups, a lot of different age groups, and just how passionate they are about their music and their art. It matches our passion for what we do. Oh, obviously uh, you're still not buying it. I, I am. (laughs) I'm not the right person to ask because they're the music that they create is not something I regularly um, entertain, if that makes sense. Like, I listen to, well, and I'm more of a rocker. Like, I'm more of, and, and I grew up on, like, classic country. So to me, it's like, you need to be, like, writing your own songs, like, playing your own songs. Like, a lot of the electronic, like, noises and synths and auto-tune and stuff like that, like, I'm not as into those styles mm-hmm. so to me it's like when your music is like sounds overproduced i i detach a little bit from it does that make sense yeah i'm not trying to gatekeep like <laughs> or or be like oh it's not real music no they make fantastic music and they write i mean they write songs not only for themselves but for other people like they're incredible in what in what they do i i just wasn't expecting out of out of all of our like catalog i don't know i think i that was not a name i was expecting because like i said i mean adele i mean wow a powerhouse voice already getting down in history like i would have figured adele or or justin bieber or i mean Metallica is they're catching a second wind. It's like like we've got <laughs> and I know you said, you know, we probably can't have, you know, 10 people up there, but right. I will be very I'm looking forward to seeing their performance. And yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean you're you're I, I don't know much about the atmosphere. I, I'm not a scientist. I didn't I, I did not excel in science class in school. Same. So I'm assuming you're about 20 miles above Earth. I'm assuming that there's probably not. I, I don't know if the, I'm assuming the pressurized capsule probably has gravity. So they're not just going to be unless maybe they will be floating around. I don't know. That I would don't be know how the stuff works. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, the capsule probably is. I'm assuming probably like you would see when when like the. Um, well, and oh, it's not. Like when the space shells would come back and the capsule would come down, you want the parachute. There's only like enough room for the crew of, you know, three or two yeah. or however many are there. And I'm assuming that the, the stratospheric balloon can only hold so much. Well, I don't think they'll be up high enough to lose like gravity because they're not. Well, 20 miles. I mean, that's that's pretty high. 
Now, if you think about like uh, an airliner is only like if you're cruising at 30,000 feet, I'm doing some quick math in my head. You're only like five or six miles above the earth, the actual, you know, ground. Yeah, I guess you're right. So you, you know. And I can't get Wi-Fi on on a plane. No. (laughs) So think about being three times that above the ground. I mean, it's, it's it's getting a little thin up there. It will be a very cool. It will be a very cool experience. Not only oh, for it will be, yeah. But like for us, like well, and just the fact that it's happening. I mean, let's like I guess I can focus on that. Like the fact that it's happening is incredible. And the fact yeah. that some company was like, you know what? <laughs> well, let's and- put two guys in a whatever and put them up into space and have them play a couple songs for us like genius money-making idea yeah now i i don't see i mean obviously i don't see like them mixing right there on the on the cap so i'm assuming it'll be pre-recorded and they'll just do their thing um but yeah i I mean to have like an entire band like you said like metallica with drums guitars amps mics uh, that that might be pushing a little bit. Well, and you know, now that you mention it, I maybe I need to amend what I said because as much as I am not super into like overproduced music, maybe that's exactly what they need to make this work. Because no, you're not going to be able to bring up a, a guitar amp, a bass amp, and all of that equipment that you need for an yeah. actual like full piece band. Mm-hmm. But two guys with two microphones, a couple speakers and like a like a like a mixing board, like right. are, that'll work and that there work, right. and there's nobody better to do it really. Yeah. If that's what you're going for, you you're right, yeah. Yeah. But I I, I agree like I think it that you know not to knock the chain smokers obviously. They're they're up there. But for some that's going to be in the record books, going to be in history books as the first band like you would you would think it'd be a grander name that would be i don't know yeah i'm sorry billy joel is still kicking <laughs> we got elton john i mean i know he's retiring here soon but like who that's why that was my thing where it was like we have literal like living legends among us and we picked the chain, the chain smokers which yeah. are still and, and i know they've been around a little while but like they're yeah. still yeah, I guess I would say they're, they're still like making music. Like they're still in their prime. Whereas yeah. I. Would... Well, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, maybe by that time they'll be living we'll legends. Be well, they will be living legends because they're going to be in the history books. So yeah. they've well, stamped their Elon place Musk. in history. Maybe Elon Musk is like, you know what? This doesn't sit right with me. I need to send somebody up there first. <laughs> oh, and you know, that's going to happen is they make this announcement and already like Elon Musk or, um, uh oh who's the other one bezos yeah bezos you know he'll they'll they'll do something and so look we'll probably have multiple bands in space by 2024 Lollapalooza 2030 coming to a stratosphere near you (laughs) (laughs) the future of music or of of, like music festivals what was the what was the festival that was a complete like disaster fire oh the burning man was no. that it? No, it was the Fire Festival. Fire Festival, that's it. Yes. It was like it was supposed to be a thing and then it just absolutely wasn't. Oh yeah, it just literally caught on fire. <laughs> exactly. 
Oh, what a mess. Oh, man. Okay, sorry. I'm done. You're done. Okay. They are great. They're great, and I love them, and I'm sorry for what I said. I take it back. Okay. Bye. Well, moving on to our what story, I was so excited when I read this that I went that evening to my wife. I said, this is what I want for Christmas. Oh. She, she almost kind of looked at me like, really? <laughs> She's like, okay. I mean, she, she kind of thought it was cool, but not like, oh, this is like mind blowing. She's like, okay. I mean, she, she, she played along with it. Who knows? Maybe I'll get it for Christmas. But Hasbro can now make you into an action figure. Oh God. I, why did I think it was going to be Legos? That is so cool. I know. So what they do is they partner with this 3D company called Form Labs. And people can scan their face using the app, their app, and they can turn you into a six-inch action figures of classic to current characters seen on popular films, television series, and comics. So right now they have costumes based on G.I. Joe, Ghostbusters, Power Rangers, Marvel, and Star Wars characters. I'm in. <laughs> now, the figures cost $60, and the first ones will be shipped out later this year. You know, that's for 60 bucks. I'm in. I'd have done it for 100. I would have too. I'd have done it for like 120, 150. Like, that's cool. Like, never taking it out of the box, but. But you can say that's me. Literally. Now, I do wish that they could, like, they would just make you like an action figure as you are, because as much as, like, I'm, I'm not super into any fandom that I would like make myself an action figure of the fandom. I mean, maybe like Harry Potter, I guess I would. Yeah. But I would love like an action figure of myself. <laughs> like my little radio headphones Sh- on. Am I like- radio DJ. <laughs> it's like the little removable headphones. You got yeah. like a little mic that comes with you. <laughs> Station t-shirt. You want Station a t-shirt? t-shirt yeah. <laughs> Jeans so- <and> shirts. <laughs> So if if I look, if my wife actually does get me this, I've already told her what action figures I want to be made into. And I have three. So <laughs> my 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 Christmas gift this year will be three action figures, but they're gonna be of me. I wanna be a Batman action figure. Okay. I wanna be a Ghostbusters action figure. And mm. I wanna be a Han Solo action figure. Those are my three. That is rad. That yeah, that's cool. So probably, it, what, what would you pick? Which three, if you, if you could have, obviously they, they have the ones, but if, if there was like an infinite of all your favorite TV shows, movies, which, which three would you want to be made an action figure of as yourself? Ooh. Okay. If I had to pick, okay. Like I said, Harry Potter would probably be, um, an easy, <clears throat> excuse me, like an easy one for me. Um, but I watch, I watch like anime. So like mm-hmm. I would, I would be down for um, like an anime action figure. That's me. Maybe like uh, My Hero Academia. Okay. I could probably do that. And hmm, you know, I've never, I've never fancied myself much of a um, like superhero person. But you could make me into a villain. That would be cool. <laughs> I'll let you pick the villain, but yeah, I would, I would be. A, but not like Ursula. Like I want to be like like a superhero <laughs> villain, not a Disney like, villain. Make me, make me someone that's actually cool, not a 
not a big octopus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know that might be the easiest one to go off of, but <laughs> yeah, I would I wouldn't mind. Or maybe um what what's her name? Wanda. Oh Wanda from, Vision. yeah, Wanda, Wanda Vision, yeah. Uh Scarlet Witch. Is yeah, that Scarlet Witch, yep. I would I would take her. There you go. So you wouldn't do yourself as like a uh, like if they could do Stranger Things, you wouldn't do yourself as Stranger Things. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know the, the 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 possibilities are endless, and I could see someone shelling out some big bucks to have multiples created, like have like an entire shelf of like. 10 to 20 action figures of themselves in different costumes. 100%. What they should do is like make like, well, and I don't know. If, I don't know. I'm 31. So I don't know about dolls and stuff, but like they could, they should almost make you like a customizable, like blank, like a Barbie thing. That's, mm -hmm. And then, then you can buy your own action figure and then buy different fandom outfits and stuff. And then you can just have a collection. Oh, there you go. So I don't, I, I was never the kid that really played with dolls. But there's a first time for everything. And if I had myself in an action <laughs> figure and outfits from all my different favorite TV shows and, and everything and movies and everything else. Yeah, I, I would spend some serious coin. So I still have all of my or a large majority of my action figures and vehicles and such from when I was a kid. So my the the Batcave, the Batmobiles, the Star Wars, the Millennium Falcon, the X-Wing, all the Ghostbusters, all that stuff I still have at my mom's house. And so like my daughter, when she goes, she plays with them sometimes. Um, my my sister's stepson. And my ne my nephew's not old enough yet. He's he's only a few months old. But when he gets old enough, likely to still play with it, you know. Yeah. And so if I had an action figure of myself, it's like, look, you can now have me, and I can be like actually action figure of myself in the Batcave, in the Millennium Falcon, in the Batmobile. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. I would, I, I would probably that'd be that'd be like something you don't play with. I'm like, no, this is. This is for, for looking only. We don't play with the action figure of me. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine that you you buy your kid an action figure of you? You're like, here you go. Like, there you go. I'm like, I'm a superhero or I'm whatever. And then they're playing with their dolls and action figures. And they make Thor just beat the crap out of you. <laughs> That's true. Wait, wait, what are you, what are you doing? Well, you're, you're the bad guy, dad. No. Exactly. So you'd really find out how your kids think of you when they're yeah, up exactly. other action figures. Like on second thought, maybe I'll just keep uh, this box in the, yeah, exactly. in the office. Exactly. Oh, jeez. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. We have new episodes that drop every Friday at 3 p.m. You can listen to every all the episodes at B1029.com and anywhere you get your podcasts. So for Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029, and we will catch you next week.